I'm getting a call from Dan's girlfriend. We're going to try this just quickly before we move on. I reckon Dan wants to say on the podcast, but let's... let's. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Dan, we're, we're recording the pod. What we... How many deep are you? Reese. What do you want? Reese. What do you want? You're a great addition. <laughs> I hope so. Dad. Huh? What were your thoughts on the game? How's this in control all game? <laughs> Paul. We've got to finish off the pod. What? We've got to finish off the pod. Yeah, did you get that little snippet? Yeah, I did. I'll see if I can use it, if it comes up all right. See if you can use it. Oh, at the end of the day, we got the W. I'm buzzing. I'll see you boys next week. All right, I love you, man. <laughs> love you, Reese. <laughs> love you, Dan. Reese. Go well for me tonight. I love you. I hate John Welcome everyone to episode 16 of the Almost Blues Brothers podcast. A little bit different today. We'll get there. I'm here with Jules. How are you, man? Good, Jay. Uh, we're recording this on a Sunday night, just after the just game. Just after a win. Oh, how good was it, man? Oh, mate. Oh, if we the had first a... quarter a bit, not so much. We'll talk but... about we'll talk about first half versus second half, because it was like watching two different teams, but man, how good to just get that win. <sighs> to, be, to be fair, we played really well the second half. Oh, even second second half, second quarter, but with so much clean out, defensive we, pressure acts were there. We were at the right. game. We were at the game. How much were we hammering them up until halfway through the second quarter about how clean they were? Yeah, it was... They were disgusting, man. And then all of a sudden, we just switched on. How good? I'm just really happy. How man. good was Adam Saad? <laughs> oh, the, Saad. The to, have the, to have the composure among all of that, and all games. Do you know if I like when he marked it? He was t- it was eating up the seven eight seconds that yeah, he had. Yeah, so he, won- he actually wanted them to look. Oh, we're excited. We're, get- we're going to get into a review, but before we do, as you heard off the top of the show, off the top of the show in the intro, <laughs> Dan's not with us this week. He was supposed to call in on Zoom, and then he's asking if we can do a midnight recording. I said, Dan, leave it. We understand you don't care about the podcast. It's fine, <laughs> and it's a fine. It will be a fine next week. No, nah, he's look. He's on holiday. It's fine. It's fair enough. We love you, Dan. We love you, um, but. We've got a fill-in. First fill-in for the podcast. First sub. Not the last. Medical sub. <laughs> in the Jack... SDS. SDS. Episode 16 in the Jack Carroll episode, mind you. He'll probably be a medical sub at some point. Um, we have Reese Miller. How are you, mate? Glad to be here. Good. Doing very well today. Good. Very well. Big fan of the show, Reese. Big fan. <laughs> Long-time long follower. First-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> very, listens, very glad to be here. Listen to every episode. Now we're going to introduce Reese before we get into things. Reese, uh, you know what? You, you can tell the listeners about uh, because I'll at the end of the day, relationship from where we started. And now, if you're going to be an almost, on the Almost Blues Brothers podcast, you have to be an Almost Blues form, Brother. Yeah. So, Reese, in some form, yeah. You, you I mean, can, maybe one day it'll become official. But yeah. Basically, I am in that's a relationship. My partner is Jules's younger sister, Stephanie. That's it. Yeah. So that's how I'm here. Simple. That is, that is that's as almost, almost, that's that's almost a brother as you can possibly get, that's really, it. isn't that's it? Man. That's and it. That's and he is obviously a Carlton supporter. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, one of the thing, that, that's one of the things on the rubrics, man. You've got to be a Carlton supporter or else, mate. You're not on in the, the family. On the rubric. The rubric. Yeah, you've got to check, rubric. Rubric. Yeah, you check this, mate. No, have, no, not no. Walked, have not seen it. <laughs> how did I go on that test as well? Mate, fine colours, mate. Fine colours. No, it's look, it's good to have Reese with us. Yeah. 
Very big, glad to be here. Big show to come on. Yeah, I think so. Ugh. After a win like that. No, I was, I was against about, the absolute scum of the competition. It's good. I was thinking about calling up in the second quarter and pulling out and saying, I'm not doing it. What? Oh, because you were filthy. No, I was filthy. I was sick. Let's, let's preview the show. Firstly, before we do, um, massive, uh, we do it every week. But it's still over. It does overwhelm me. Like we got more. We almost got six hundred listeners on the last episode, which is it's just up and up every week. So we really appreciate all the support, all the following. The Instagram's above four hundred now, which is crazy. Um, yeah, look, we're, there's, we're just gonna keep giving you guys content, man. If you if you like, I don't know why you like listening to what we've got to say, <laughs> but if you do, we'll keep we'll keep providing the content. So if you haven't already. Follow our socials at Almost Blues Brothers. You can follow our personal accounts as well. It's all in the bio. Um, message us. We put up polls every day. You, know, you can share your thoughts. We're going to go through um, a bit of feedback on the socials from after the game today. Um, we are recording this on a Sunday, so, so if we say today, it's just because we've just come from the game. I'm still very excited. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you very much for the support. Before we preview the show, we're just going to go through some Blues news from yeah, the week. some big news coming out. Big, big news. From Icon Park. So, um, obviously, Mark Lagouche won't be at the club anymore um, at the end of the year. So, that's big news. Um, we do have a new president announced by the name of... Kyle Jules. <laughs> have a guess. I'm it's the Prez. you got to know. It's have the Prez. Have a guess. Have a guess. Just the first name. Oh, mate, something keys on his head. Oh, it's something a fine. Keys. No, keys. It's a fine. Oh. It's a fine. Straight out fine. You need to know the name. Oh, his name is Luke Sayers, is the ex-CEO uh, of PwC, PricewaterhouseCoopers, so obviously knows his stuff off the field. Before we go any further, I've got a fine to pay as well. I just remembered. We put up a poll oh, during yeah. the week. Last <laughs> week's episode was very loud. And we, we, we apologise. And that we had a lot, of, a lot of feedback about how loud it was, so I, we do apologise. But I put up a poll about who was loudest. I thought it was going to be Jules. It was actually me. I won by a country mile. So I, I'm okay. I self-reflect, unlike you. I know how to self-reflect. I'll take it on board. It's fine. Some, and, of, us, and, some of us don't and need... Without even, without even hesitation... Some of us don't need to self-reflect, Joe, yeah? Go yeah. away, get better, come back. <laughs> That's I like it. it That's, I like that. And any fines that Reese pays today, that goes on Dan's tally for yeah. end of year. So, Happy with that. Yeah, fines at the moment. Uh, Jules is leading on 15. I'm on 13. Dan's on 13. Now, back to back to the news. Obviously, Michael Giudice was one. Um, 12 years at the club, I believe, as yeah. president. Did well. Yeah, As a president, doing what you're doing, off-field stuff, massive tick. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, off-field, obviously, in regards to the, um, the refurbishment, refurbishment of the place, um, I, I'm pretty sure we're obviously going to have some a, a bit of um, development there in the next year or so. Yeah, funding, um, funding is, from the government. Yeah, maybe. which is going to help with the AFLW. Um, hopefully, it helps with our AFL men's team as well, potentially. Um, down the track as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully. hopefully. Um, particularly, obviously, pre-season and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then even going with, um, obviously, our fan base. Mm. Um, mm. Obviously, 80,000 members this year, um, which is extraordinary considering where we're at as a club. We're yeah, still on, on the we're on the right track, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, a few things to that he should be proud of. The other news, Juddy. You, well, big. Yeah. Huge. Huge. That's a, that's a massive loss for the club. Yeah. I think, personally. Stepping, stepping away from all... All footballing duties. So, and how long, how long has he been there? Not long after retirement. Yeah. So what was that? Twenty fifteen. Yeah. I five years or so. Yeah. Mm. About five years. Mm. Is he stepping away from football for good at any capacity? My understanding is that he's yeah. stepping. He's he's taking time away. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sure he'll commentate and whatnot, like Triple M and, and all that and what he does. But yeah. I hope he's not lost to the game. 
No, he won't I'm, be. I'm hoping he goes into some form of um, coaching role. Um, obviously not possibly on like a full-time basis, but even mm. like a mentoring or something like that, similar to what like maybe Greg Williams had done in the past. Yeah. That would be something interesting to tap into. Well, we do this every week. And we say this every week. Speaking of the great man. Speaking of the great man. A reading from the book of Judd. Page 341, paragraph 1. I don't want to sound as though I'm putting myself up as a martyr to the game. But I remember how much of a relief it was to go overseas and walk down a street and smile and look people in the eye, to wallow in anonymity. In Melbourne or Perth, footballers, not just me, tend to spend most of their time in public avoiding eye contact. It's not arrogance, it's just that no one really wants to talk about football every waking minute of their lives. It's uncomfortable and exhausting. Peace be with you. Now, did I... Fitting. Did I not open up to that page? Fitting. Is it I, not... I was looking over your shoulder. I saw you open on Thank page you. 341. Yep. And I saw the start of the, the paragraph to follow and I thought, gee, that's a ripper. Yes. It was actually... Like, I was looking for it, through it. Just, like, scrolling through pages. Just turning them over. Yeah? Like, you, just churning through them. Are you going to read the next passage? I can. Yeah, I think please. you should. For listeners. First time we've got... Double. Double reading. I think it's worth it. It's a holy day. Page 341. Paragraph 2. I understand that there will always be a certain level of, well, adulation. Jewel Brownlow Medalist has a certain ring to it, I know. But I can't imagine that any consumer brand will want me for that advertising campaign as I get older and balder and fatter. And that will sit just fine with me. Peace be with you. Double reading. That's a, that's a podcast first. The great man. Don't mind that. Anyway, he's been a good servant for the club, not just a player, um, but off-field as well since his retirement. Wish him all the best. I'm sure he'll be back in some capacity at some point. We know how much he loves the club. So You want um, you want good people at the club, so obviously from where he's come from. and Just wait till Oscar Judge gets uh, drafted in a few years' time. He'll be back. He'll be back around the traps. Um, all right, we're going to preview the rest of the show, and then we're going to get into it. So... Got the around the grounds as usual. Um, we'll review round seven, obviously mm-hmm. against the Dons. What a win, as we've said. I'm still buzzing. I am still genuinely Jubilation. buzzing. Mm. Um, and then we're going to go into a preview of the Bulldogs game next week, which is massive. They're coming off a loss. Um, we're coming off a win. We should be able to get the chocolates, I reckon, if we show up. So, And we'll go into that. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. The ground. <laughs> what do we think of this week's, of this round's games? Uh, so we go Friday night first. Yep, go for it. Yep, so obviously Richmond v Western Bulldogs, Richmond 77, Bulldogs 55. Um, first half, um, Bulldogs were on top. They were leading by 19 points at half time. And then, um, yeah, Richmond just went on another level. Mm-hmm. It's like as if I've seen them it's, play like that for a while. It's a cliche, but like massive game of two halves. Like yeah. a huge game of two yeah. halves. Yeah. Yeah. That third quarter from Richmond, like that, is Premier probably one of the best quarters I've seen from a football team in 
Maybe 18 well, you said big, You said since they played that grand final. Well, I actually think they played a better game of football last night. Yeah. No, sorry, on Friday night than what they did in the grand final last mm. year. Mm. Mm. Like that, the Bulldogs midfield, which is, you know, and I think fair enough that everyone says it's probably the best midfield in the comp. But, yeah. I mean, watching it on TV, you don't see any players. Like, you, you couldn't see any of the Dogs players around the footy. It was just yeah. literally a swarm yeah. of Richmond players, which yeah. is what they're known for, and they're just Their pressure executed. Was real, yeah. it, it just goes to show that heat against a handballing side... Um, we'll put them under trouble. We'll we'll put them in trouble. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, talk, we'll go, we'll go through that. that. Yeah, obviously in our preview. Talk about a bit more in the preview. Bashar Holly, by the way, he's getting better with age. Yeah. Just hasn't lost a step. By the way, Ramadan, something in that? Because Saab is pretty good. Yeah. Was yeah. Well, yeah. The dates. This, that, that's the dates. not unusual. I watch, I watch a bit of NBA, right? And mm. it's actually not unusual to see those players. There's, there's a few, there's a, a bit of a Muslim contingent in mm. the NBA. Mm. It's not unusual to see players during Ramadan Perform better. Playing well. Yeah. I wonder what that is. And I know Hooley's done it before in the past as well, oh, and, yeah, and they've commented on it. It's been a point of commentary. That's why it popped into my head. And yeah. obviously, Saad playing well also. Next game. I love to see it. That filth is one and six. Second last on the ladder. Collingwood, you can absolutely get that. fucked. I'm, honestly. I'm surprised they're that low. I'm not. No, no I'm surprised they're that, that low. But they'll be in the top bottom four. Do you yeah, know what makes me sick, NBA. though? That one... Is us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's looking worse every it's week. It's so yeah. shit. Imagine if we had won that game, we're sitting here and we're four and we're three. But they're a different side. Anyway, I'm not gonna wallow I'm not gonna go over that. I can't go over that. Anyway. Um also before we move on from Collingwood, obviously in a football sense they're struggling, but also as a club. Yeah, I feel struggling. Crows spanked. At home. Mm, I didn't yeah. expect that. I tipped him. My tipping's shit this week, just by the yeah, way. Nice first right. game for Hogan. Yes. He came How back with a bang. What do you kick? Kick four. 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 Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It was a really, it was a very lacklustre game. I was expecting a lot more from Adelaide. I, really was. I honestly thought they were going to win that game. Giants look like they're back. Their midfield's rolling at the moment. Rolling. Yeah, they've always had a nice spread of midfield. But it was, Adelaide made them look good. They made them look good. They weren't winning the contest out of the middle. They weren't winning stoppages. They're missing Sloan, missing Matt Crouch. Like, that's massive. Oh, there yeah. you go. So, they're, they're, not, they're going to be non-competitive at most stoppages when, when you've got that. But their defence... As much as they were getting peppered by the midfield, like there was so many Joe the Gooses out the back okay. yeah. for GWS. There was like three or four. It was just defending mm. lapses. So mm. I expected but more. The, the thing is, you get that with a young team as well. Yeah, of course. So. They're not going to show up every week, but they've been competitive for most of the year. Josh Kelly, is he back? Do you think? It was a good game. 27-1. and one. Yeah, That's a good outing. Yeah, it was a good game. But he probably should have had two, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. Out of contract. Would Blues? be handy. Blues? <laughs> nah. You don't want him, eh? Nah. Trade for Williams? No, nah, Zach Merritt. <laughs> trade for Williams. <laughs> Zach Merritt or Shy Bolton? Yeah, look, we're going to talk about... We'll, we'll have trade talk later in the later in the year. There's a lot going on. Um, Saints? Yeah. Uh, as, uh, you know what? If we think our season's been a rollercoaster, if we, if we think following our football club's a rollercoaster, they lose by 80, they win by 60. They lose by 90, they win by 65. Like, yeah, I couldn't follow that club this year. Is I that, seriously couldn't. Is that a Brett Ratton thing? Do you recall it being that way when he was coaching us? Super, super offensively. Ebbs and flows. But having lapses where... You know, yeah. can't, I don't know about I don't know about this much, though. This is yeah. bad. It's yeah. pretty shocking. This yeah. is bad. And they've got a really good group. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. They've got, a bit, they've got a good group, but their injury list is pretty deep at the moment, though. I'm sorry. When you've got Brad Hill, Zach Jones, Brad Crouch, Seb Ross... I'm not saying they still don't have Jack good, Steel, decent players. Ron Marshall, all up and about, and Max King kicking for a game. You should be winning games, man. I'm sorry. You should be winning more games of football than that. Than that yeah. Man. 
They've been disappointing, but the Hawks are, you know, they're bottom four. That, that's what the Saints should be doing at Marvel mm. against those teams. So Hunter Clark can play. Oof. He can play. Mm. Oh, yeah. His goal? Yeah, he's talented. His goal was yeah, unreal. Selling candy to Chang Quoth Jaff. I've actually said that spot on, just by the way. It's good by you. Yeah. Did you see the photo of him going around last week? No. He is absolutely dice. Oh, you're talking about... His rig. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the change rooms, yeah? Was, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, he's he's got a rig like Magic. Remember Magic? Back yeah, yeah, I saw that photo. But there was a few of them in the photo, wasn't there? there was like two yeah, there was a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. I think it might have been Tom Mitchell. No, he's Jack. Yeah. Next one, Brisbane Port. I've said Port of Flat Track Bullies. That showed it. Yeah. They are. They'll yeah. win at home. They come against a good team away and they'll get slapped. And that's what we should have done to them. We couldn't. Yeah. You know why? Not a good team. Oh, 100%. Consistency is nowhere. If we showed up like we did today with the pressure and whatnot, and you're going to go into pressure action and whatnot, we get into the review, we would have beat Port. Without oh, a doubt. 100%. If we kick straight. The game was flat the whole yeah. game. So I, d- I didn't see any of this game. Did it look like two of the best teams? Brisbane, I think Brisbane were made to look better than what they were. They were made to look better. I didn't watch the whole thing, but what I saw... I was hoping this was going to be like game of the season. So we could shut everyone up and say, yeah, we lost to Brisbane. I thought it was going to be like a fast-paced game and whatnot. Say it it just end-to-end. Talking about game of the season, Sydney-Geelong. Yeah, that was good. My God. Didn't see a second of it. No. So I didn't see any of it. I only watched a bit of of like the highlights and whatnot. How is it not paid 15? Crazy. Jeremy Cameron at the end? Yeah. That's, we were at the game today. That was 20 metres. We were at the game, 20 metres. We, we were at the game today, the Carlton Essendon game, yeah? How many kicks did you see that were nine metres that were just paid? It was ridiculous. Crazy. Ridiculous. That Jeremy Cameron honestly. mark was literally but 20 metres. Yeah. It's that, the one time this year I, I've, I've argued the other way to yeah. go, that is a mark. It's actually ridiculous. <laughs> that rule oh. is consistently baffling, though. Oh, like, when, I just that, don't get it. When is it actually properly adjudicated? I agree. Well, I just don't get it. Things. I don't understand. I don't understand. I did see on Twitter afterwards, I thought this was pretty funny. Everyone was doing Pythagoras theorem. <laughs> a bit of like, trigonometry to try and figure out, was it was it 15 metres? It was 100% 15. Uh, the consensus was like 18.6. Yeah. And, the other, and they, got, they got, I mean, it's a bit of justice because Zach Bailey, Brisbane earlier in the year, Exactly. Yeah, should have yeah. had a should have had a um a free kick to beat Geelong after the siren. It is what it is. Footy swings and roundabouts. It comes your way eventually. So the loss that they should have had has just come down. Very simple. That's how I look at it. The footy right. gods. Footy gods. Yeah. And Zach Bailey got the shot after the siren he, the following week. The following week. Yeah. That's true. Against Collingwood. North uh, and Melbourne. I feel like skipping over this one. It's the same thing with North every week. They were competitive. Yeah. Looked like that they could potentially run away with it, and then Melbourne just went bang, 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 bang in the third yeah. quarter, and that was it. Never looked back. So, I mean, it's good to see North competitive. Um, they're not expected to do much more than finish last this year. So, mm. you know, um, any Tom- standouts? Tomlinson's ACL. Oh, didn't see that. It's so innocuous. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of them are these days. Yeah, a lot of them are, but like really, just I honestly don't know how it happened. No, I feel for the guy. Feel for him. Oh, he I, he I, was in tears on the bench as well. Yeah, I, I didn't watch much of the game, so I, I missed it. But yeah, well, Bailey Fritch, six goals, huge. Yeah. He's going to be rubbed out for a couple of weeks. I, as um, well. Did he stray elbow? Ooh. Yeah. There's one player who for Melbourne that I actually love. I know who you're going to say. We all love him. Who? Cosy Pickett. Cosy Pickett. Oh, man. he's electric, isn't he? He's so good, man. He's so exciting to watch. He's that one player. There's there's many players, but if I was going to go to a game that wasn't Carlton related, like they weren't playing, I would go to watch Melbourne just to watch him. I did it last week. I went straight okay. from Eddie Had. Stephen oh, and I, yeah. We got on the train, went straight to the Anzac Eve game. And did you see in the last quarter when he kicked the goal, and I can't remember who he went up to and revved him like hard. Mm. And yeah. the, I, like I haven't been in a game where a player gets the crowd so amped 
in a long time where one player does it. Yeah. Like every time he's near the ball, it's yeah. electric. Yeah. He were, he's aggressive. Mm-hmm. Melbourne? And then last game of the round, Eagles v Freo. Um, eventually 60-point winners. Yeah, Freo were up and about early. Um, but, you know, as expected, Eagles mm. got on top. Yeah, they polled what? Six goals. Josh Kennedy just quarter. keeps kicking goals. As a Carlton supporter, I hate seeing it, but it is <laughs> what it is. We got Juddy out of it, and we love the great man, so... What the Eagles did, we're going to talk about this when we get to the review in a minute. But what the Eagles did was they put Freo away. They just, they just kept putting scoreboard. They, Pressure, they, yeah. they, they put, kept piling it on. Mm. One by fifty odd points. They got percentage out of that. Today against the Dons for us. What well, could have been? Could have been. Mm. We're not going to be too negative. But when we get into the review, which you know what, that's the around the grounds done, boys. Time for a very happy review. <laughs> I'm I'm very happy. I'm what what a debut for me. Yes. Very, very happy with this. Yeah, very, very helpful. Boys. Uh, so yeah. me and Jules went today. Before, actually, before I get into it, what the crowd, Jules, today? Yeah. Because you watched it on TV, Reese. Yep. And you said it sounded loud. Yeah. Well, I'm, it sounded like one of those big. Games. And like I said, game at the G. I said to Reese when I saw him tonight, it was the first time I've been to a Carlton game for a long time where it was like big game feel. Yeah. Did you feel the same? Yeah. So I actually arrived late to the game. Mm. Play I'm, well, I'm five, ten almost minutes. tempted to find you, but you've got you excuses. It's got, fine. You got excuses. It's fine. Yeah. It was my sister's birthday. That's fine. Sixth birthday. Fine. So I had lunch. And, yeah, it's fine. Um, Move on. So, but I was walking from my nonna's house. So she lives pretty close to the grounds um, in Richmond. So I, I dro- dro- drove my car there. Leave it there and start walking to the ground. Well, I was actually running, but <laughs> didn't put your hammy. Nah, nah. I felt it a little bit tight. Um, but mate, the roar. I'm pretty sure because I was listening on on the radio. Like as I was as I was like running. Yeah. The roar for Walsh's goal. Oh man, yeah. it was just mental. That yeah. We've got to talk about him, but that kid. Oh, like, he is insane. Say it every week. I've actually got no more words for this kid. To be he fair, is, we said it last week. He's, he's in the top five players in the comp. Uh, without, yeah, a, without, sure. without, without a doubt. Without a doubt in my mind. He can't be tagged. Sure. He can't be tagged. You genuinely, can't keep up with him. Genuinely can't be tagged. Wins his own ball. Just goes hard at every single contest and comes out with it clean. And he finishes now. He finishes he, his work. Before we, go, before we get on to it, on with it, we'll, uh, we'll read the match report off here. Final scores, Essendon 16-11-107, Carlton 19-9-123. When was the last time you saw a Carlton side kick that score? My God, man. That's nice kicking as We well. had goal kickers everywhere as well, yeah. which we'll get into. Good spread. Goal kickers for Essendon, Hooker kicked five. McDonald, he's in good form, by the way, Hooker. McDonald, Tip and Woody, four. Jones, three. Stringer, three. Smith, one. For Carlton, Mackay, four. Leading our goal kicking again. Betts, Owies, three each. Cunningham, Fogarty, two each. Cripps, Kerno, McGovern, Saad, and Walsh. One each, the best as part of this AFL match report for Carlton, and not too dissimilar to what I think we're going to have. Walsh, Saad, Kerno, Cunningham, Cripps, and Weedering. Injuries coming out of the game, which we will talk about in our preview. Dow, I, what happened? Did he? I, I missed it. He, I missed it. It was a stray hand from Pitto. His eye blew up straight yeah, away. Yeah, straight away. It, look, I thought it was going to be a concussion when I first saw it. Okay. He was down for a bit, but I think he copped a stray finger okay. to the bottom of the eye. And McGovern... Hamstring yeah, yeah. with that that late um, chase, chase huge effort was massive. Quite similar to Silvani the other week, that match saving tackle, mm. like th- that that McGovern chase, well, pretty much won us the game. Impacted I, I, I the kick, yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So 
Overall thoughts on the game. And we're, we're going to break this down when we get into the actual review. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? We asked on socials after the game for thoughts and whatnot. I'm just going to read a few, few out because I think this is going to be a lot in line with what we're going to talk about. So we've got a lot of messages. I'm not going to go through them all this week like I did the other week because it took too long. But I'll pick out, I'll pick out a few. Um, Hunt underscore Joel. If SPS didn't come on for Dow, we might have lost. I agree. I don't know how Samo got dropped. I don't understand oh, look, that. We'll get into that a bit later, but yeah. It makes me sick. Yeah. At 4-2 Flux, love the result. Good efforts today. Are we enough to challenge in the next two weeks? Thoughts early? I think so. Yeah. If yeah. we bring that level of effort and intensity. So. It's just, just all about the intent. Uh, at Steve Minato, Parks brings the heat. Yes, he does. And Cunningham is the guy to step up in the midfield. Absolutely. Love the pod. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> That's good. Nice little <laughs> shout out. Uh, at Hazard, 38, Crips injured or checked out? What's your thoughts? I think he's probably carrying something because he usually does. Crips. Oh, I feel like as if he's just the way he plays, he's carrying something all the time. But um, he has a, he has a laboured style of running regardless, yeah. I think. The thing is, I feel like as if he... I feel like as if he chooses when to run and when not to run. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I so, got it, man. Like when he's got the ball in hand and he's, he breaks away, he generally wants to run. But when it's the the defensive running on the spread, I feel like as if he doesn't choose to run. Yeah. To be Which, fair. And he's, all, I've seen it on footage. All the great midfielders aren't defensive runners. Yep. Nah, well, you don't see Dusty do it. Exactly. So. But Dusty's doing some stuff that exactly right. doesn't run. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. That's the problem. Mm. At, this is a long one, a day to remember event hire, which we've had a little bit of back and forth with, with the lovely ladies. They've reached out to us said they love the pod it's great just a very long name to read out when I'm reading out a comment <laughs> thank god we got our shit together after the first one two uh, after the first one and a half quarters good contributors all over the park I agree with that um, Helena Petru it's good to beat Essendon Walsh BOG agree at Nick underscore Mackers why do people hate SPS I don't know yeah, I, I don't know it. where the hate comes from. So there's a few other responses there. We're not going to get time to read them all out. But thank you, everyone, for your messages as usual. Boys, we're going to break this down into two parts, first half and second half. Mm-hmm. Um, because I felt like it was genuinely a game of two Carlton teams yeah. that I watched mm-hmm. after that one, that first one and a half quarter. First half, our defensive, defensive pressure and work rate wasn't up, up there. Um, I believe our structure wasn't there either. Um Doherty, I don't know if you saw, but Doherty actually rolled back, spare. Yep. Um, probably about know, early first quarter, maybe midway through the first quarter, and yep. we started to organize a bit more. Uh, at stages, he did actually go up the ground and put pressure on that spare um, Essendon player as well, um, particularly like around the stoppages. Um, but he was instrumental in regards to that and obviously dictating the way our defensive um, pressure was, So, which was good. Well, I mean, the, the big takeaway for me in the first half was... Pressure in the fourth half, which sort of follows on from what you were saying. Mm. At the ground, it's hard to sort of... I mean, when you're watching from home, it's hard to see what the structures are doing. That's a bit easier from the ground. But when you're watching it on TV, just the numbers around the contest that Essendon had in our forward half, it yeah. blew us away. Yeah. And it, it looked at times like they were waltzing away with the ball from our or from their defensive half, which yeah. was, you know, where they were beating us. Look, we got off to an okay start. Like, we, we looked okay early in the first quarter. I thought, mm. I thought we came out of the blocks... Um, you know, firing, and then we just dropped off, and it was like the the transition was so easy for as as it has been like for mm. much of the season. I thought I I was sitting there going, this this could be that forty point loss that, like that we're waiting for, like. like forty fifty point loss that we deserve. 
we turned it around yeah. because the way that we started after that probably first five minutes had me worried. I was like, this is the same Carlton team that I've been watching since round two. Nothing's changed. There's, there's no response. Yeah, all right, we're playing players in their positions now, but maybe, maybe, maybe we're just not good enough. Like all these questions going through my mind about like what are like just what are we doing? We did mm. we look disorganized. Essen looked cleaner than what we were. We let him transition mm. really really easily. No spread. Like, it was just I felt, I felt like as if it got it took us a little bit of time to get into the game. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Even it was. It, but it was, even even with that said, oh, sorry, for we're still me. in it though. This that's the thing. And, that's the and you turned to me and you said yeah. that you're like, how are we still in this game? Because yeah. what the what we got to twenty points down, I think at one stage twenty one points down, mm. and I was like, it's still only. 21 points. Two points yeah. down at halftime was a good look for us. Oh, yeah. man. Like that, I was surprised. The at, at one point in the second quarter, we were running at 50% kicking efficiency. Yeah. yeah that, and you, no, don't, you don't score if that's No, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. I mean, our disposal efficiency in the end was 70%. Yeah. 70%. So going it lifted. Off, going off your spread, um, going off your you got, spread. You got, you got Cassano's Calcs here? I'll, that- I'll get into it, but before I do. All right. Yeah, I will get into Cassano's Calix, but before I do, because um, obviously you'll talk, just Joe, you're talking about the spread, um, particularly on in the first quarter in a bit. Um, now I've had a look at the spread, heat maps, a heat map, oh, yeah, through heat maps, and in the third and fourth quarter, the spread was across the ground from wing to wing. If you, if so you, yeah. you can just see in terms of our spread, we're trying to change the point of attack, which was great. Yep. Um, we're actually really going, we're trying to go around. Um, um, around the wings, but then we were going through the corridor too. At some stage, we we're going on those forty fives. It's not only just good. that; that's that's our spread on the defensive transition too. Yeah, correct. Yeah, about yeah. how we've how we've tried to yeah. open up the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going into Casano's calcs now, um, I know Teague has emphasised our pressure and obviously turnovers, and obviously in, particularly in the front half. So um, the reason why I'm emphasising this because on the screen in the fourth quarter, um, it was late on in the game. I had a look at it, and it actually said thirteen. Um, to five goals directly from turnovers, yep. which is great mm. to see when you're actually emphasizing it. And then obviously you see that obviously on game day that it's actually coming to, um, to fruition. fruition. Yeah, you can see that's great. That's excellent for the for the boys. So um, obviously I'm hoping that's a big stat that Teague will actually throw show, or show at the end of the game or during the week. Yeah. I mean, we hear, we hear it from Teague every week, yeah, about our games based off, you know, turnovers in the forward half. And repeat entries. Play, repeat it. Fine. Like, we've seen the repeat entries. They're garbage most of the time, yeah? And in the first quarter and a bit today, they were garbage again. We just don't go deep enough. The ball lands at the half-forward line, turns over, and then transition quick in and pepper our, our, our defenders. I don't blame our... I said to you, I don't blame our defenders. I don't blame our forwards. We're actually set up perfectly at both ends of the ground. I love our structures at both ends of the ground. And midfielders don't work hard enough for long enough, but they switched on. Teague's presser. You had something, Reese. Oh, it was just an interesting comment. And like we'll speak about Paddy Cripps' game a little bit more, I'm sure. But he said this of Paddy Cripps. He said, at three-quarter time, he looked at me and said, I've got this. And when your leader does that, and the way he played in the last last quarter, and he's a very important player to us. So does that instill a bit more faith in Cripps to you? Oh, Teague saying that? I mean, that goal. Because so, his last quarter was pretty good. Up right, until that right, point, so it we'll, wasn't. We're going to get to the second half, right? We're still talking about the first half for a little bit. His performance in the first half, he had a go- he had a shot at goal that hit the post again, missed again mm-hmm. at a crucial crucial time in the second quarter. We were seven points down. Don't I turn to you and say this could cost us again? I'm just glad it didn't. Yeah. Mm. If it did, I know I'd be sitting here talking about. He need that goal that he kicked at the end of the game. His last quarter started winning clearances, contested possession, and all that. He needed that for his confidence. 
Does oh, it instill sure. more confidence from from me in him? Not yet. Mm. Not yet. It's in funny, it. isn't it? Where where did it go? I don't know. I was wrapped for him. I just feel like as if he's trying, particularly early on, like first three quarters or or so, he was just trying to he was just trying to do too much. He's, you know, obviously that's been the, you know, besides maybe around one or two or so, like he's just been doing that all season, particularly last year mm. as well. Yeah. Look, and he's trying to break through too it, many tackles. It looks like to me he's trying to regain confidence by doing the miraculous things. Yeah, so and you know what? He should be regaining confidence in what he did that turned him into one of the elites, which is not the miraculous no. things. It's the hard-working things. Yeah. yeah. It's the handball clearances, the yep. bottom of the pack. The, we've said yeah, this so the often. The tackles, the hits, the we've said We've mm. said this so often, and I understand. It's a really hard game for his body, yeah? But he's a big body. Like, it's what you're built for. Mm. It's why you're at the level that you're at, because they're your strengths. Unfortunately, you got to play to those strengths every single week, and you're going to be sore. First quarter and a half looked like he was nowhere. Stepped up second half massively. Had a moment actually. You've got the oh no, you didn't this week. Oh, Chris. gee whiz! It was, I, late, it was late in the game, and we're going to get into the positives in a minute. And Cripper's part of the positives massively, but this is just to finish off on the. This isn't going to surprise anyone. There's a few people out there that are probably going to have the same thoughts that I did. Coming at the, and we're talking about how he's going to get his confidence back, and we're seeing him streaming out of the center clearance. He probably could have taken a bounce if he really wanted to, and we're like, oh, here we go. And this I, was in the third quarter. I think, I think it was in the yeah, third. Yeah, it was third. Third. Yeah, and we're thinking he's a nice entry to Harry or something like that. Put it on the left foot, Cripper. Make something happen. <laughs> Slips straight. I don't know. Did he? Did he trip? What happened? I don't know. No, nah, it didn't trip. An AFL footballer has to kick that. He's just got no left foot. What did you say when you saw that? I, I was speechless. You said, "I know." I know you did. It's alright. He's getting there. Reese is getting there. He's still learning. Training, like, training wheels on. Like training team wheels, like team. That's it. Yeah. Um, all right, so first half, I think we've recapped that well. Yeah, we'll slow and transition. Not first half, first quarter, f- yeah. quarter and a half. But you just, got one more? Yeah, just before we enter the second half, I know we might not be going just there just yet, um, but one player who needs a big mention is David Cunningham. Oh. I know he... From go to woe. Yeah. So, Start to finish today, so didn't stop. He, um, he probably slowed down towards the end of the game in terms of the numbers of possessions and stuff he did, did have. Um, I know I've seen he's always had the talent. He's clean in possession. He's able to get the ball in one grab. Um, he's good by foot, good by hand, um, can kick a goal. He's got pace to burn. I love him in and around the stoppages, particularly center clearances, stoppages in and around the ground. Um, I feel like as if maybe he can go forward in and around stoppages and, and impact a bit more as well. Um, probably snag a few there, but... Man, I think we've got a player on our yeah. hands. Jeez, he, I think, he loves playing against the Dons as well, yeah. doesn't he? Oh, yeah, last year he was it. immense. Loves too. it. Turns it on against yeah, the Dons. But last week he was influential too. So I'm just hoping that this play is... Play him out of the middle. Yeah, yeah, he needs to. He needs to play 60-40. How many, Jules, how many times yeah. have we said, start playing players in their positions and to their strengths yeah. and have a look at what will happen? He did it last week. He, he probably had a bit of match rust mm-hmm. and whatnot for not, not playing at that level for a, a period of time. This week, Cunning, David Cunningham... Is a midfielder. Yeah. Zach Fisher is a midfielder. As much as I love him in the forward line, he's, he's like going to be. Him. Fisher's going to be really good for us in the forward line. He's got something a little bit different. Yeah. But he is a midfielder. Mm. Stocker is a midfielder. Speaking about it, I love Stocker. Sam- don't mind playing in defence. Hold on, just hold on. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. But Samo is a midfielder. Yeah. So getting to first, I'll get to always in bets. Um, extraordinary. I think the spread was good. Yeah. But then now getting into um, into SBS. Um, I was surprised. I know. I think we all were, but his second half, he still racked up fourteen. Um, 
few tackles laid. Um, I don't think his um, disposal of issue was up. I think it was he was only going at about maybe fifty something, sixty percent. Second efforts, man. He had intent today. Yeah. Oh, he he took a ripping mark, and again, this is the second half, a ripping. Yeah, mark I remember. On, yeah. Was it on half back? Yeah, above his head. Yeah, yeah. above yeah. his head. I, I feel like as if he had something a bit different. He's very smooth. Um, I'd love to see because I Do think you, he, I think he's Reece, in next week. So we, we we talk about this a lot. Do you want to see him off half back, or do you want to see him playing forward of centre every single up game? Up the ground. Yeah. Up the ground. And it frustrates me that the only way he got there was by necessity and not by design today. Yeah. If he was starting in the team, T would have had him in the half back line, which frustrates me to no end because we've seen him have mid 30 disposals against right. the dogs last year. That's right. The year before. Like, we know he can do it. He Let hunts, do it. He hunts yeah, his he own ball. We don't have many players that do it. He's and one. And he's stunt players. Yeah. By playing them out of position. You yeah. stunt them. You see it all the time. They don't know what they're doing. They, so they look lost. I see Today, him. we got it right. We mm. we got it yeah. right, man. I see him potentially, hopefully, fingers crossed, Teague gets a bit of more understanding about his best position and obviously puts him more so in the midfield. Yeah. Going on, going so forward. we're all filthy that Samo got dropped. But now, there were ins. Owies. Mm-hmm. Parks. Big, big tick. Big tick for big Owies. Tick. Big tick for Parks. Yeah. Yeah. And Dow. Thoughts, thoughts on Parks. Tick. Well, Owies. I think... Reece. Parks is was it, that was his third game. Yep. Yeah. I mean, How's this? Hundred percent winning record. Pretty good. Mm. Coincidence? Mm. <laughs> I I reckon like that he's after three games consolidated. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm, look better. The structure looks better. I'm not surprised that he was out and then he just came straight back in. I'm thankful we've got someone like Luke Parks that stepped up straight away, especially when you consider Marchbank well, that's, going down. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the same role. Yeah, yeah, but in saying that, like last year he did play in the SA NFL. Yeah, no, he's got experience. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's still been, young. He's been playing what against is he, 21, 22? No, it's his second year. Like in terms of playing against men. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so he's 20. So Parks, massive, massive tick. He plays every single week, doesn't lose his spot. The other one, always. Always. I was concerned with because I've seen him at VFL level, gets the loose ball, kicks around the body, 30 meters out and whatnot. He's got aggression. He does. And we saw it today, which I was absolutely mm, yeah. stoked So there was one with. act that when I got home, Reese, you spoke about, about Owies. Oh, the tackle in the last quarter. Yeah. Like Chase. that's... Last line of defense. Yeah. And yeah. I, when I saw it, I was I was shocked he was there. Yep. What's he Small doing forward there? on our last line of defense. I said to my dad at the game, and you said it to me as well, Reese, when I walked in. Without, without us bringing it up. Yeah. I said yeah. to him. Well, yeah. I, I said, I always came in for Murphy in, at the end of the day. All right? I've been up and down on Murph. I don't, I don't know how I feel about him. I really don't. He gets his score involvements. He kicks his goals. He's really clear with the ball and whatnot, but his pressure is just nowhere. It's nowhere. Playing a half-forward role, you need to be in a high-pressure, like your intensity needs to be there. Very simple. You need to create those forward-half turnovers. I don't think Murph does. I just don't think he does. Always did today. Mm. And I said to my dad, like you said to me, Reese, if Murphy was playing and that ball was on the last line of defense, Murphy wouldn't have laid that tackle. Yeah, it would have been gone. Murphy wouldn't have, wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't have been anywhere near that contest. Yeah, and always was there. And as soon as the tackle was laid, yeah, and he saved the goal, straight back, back up the other end. Yeah. Sprinted. Yeah. And that, that goal there would have been game-changing. It's all Absolutely. about, genuinely, this team, all we need, all we need in this team to piece everything together is work rate. Mm. And pl- if players are going to come in and they're going to work hard, they don't lose a spot for me. Yeah. I, don't, I can't see Murphy getting back in next week. Yeah. Look, looking at always as well, I thought it looked like he didn't mind the moment. Oh yeah, his shots at goal. Three goals, like, man. He didn't mind that. Three yeah. goals, and that I can't say that for all. Second of our game opponents. of AFL football, mm. second or third? Second. Second, second game of AFL second, football. Second, yeah. Another player, um, Harry. 
when I was at the game, the first half, I think I turned to you, Joe. I'm just like, where's H? Unsighted, wasn't he? Yeah. Second, well, this is, but, this is good. We're talking about the second half. Yeah, and that's why, that's yeah. why I brought it up. Yeah. So, but second half, man, he, boy, he turned up. <laughs> 23. Have we got like seven more years of this? Man, I'm so excited. It's not funny. I think he's, he's one behind in the, in the Coleman. Like, yeah, he is. We're actually talking about a key forward winning the Coleman. We're seven rounds in, so we yeah. can now start talking about this Absolutely. proper. Yeah. Who and could win the Coleman? Um, no, I don't think any other players kicked 20, 26 goals. Yeah. 26, Texas yeah. 27. Texas 27. No, Texas no, would drop off. Yeah. yeah. None of the players knew. Okay. Um, I think he had, a, he had a bit of a discussion with T before the game. Um, but Harry was actually under the weather. He was actually sick. Was he? Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But he said, nah, I'll put my hand up. I'll play. Yeah. So, so what I'll say, so Harry was one highlight from the second half. I just want to talk about second half as a whole, right? Because mm-hmm. then we've got a couple of other positives I want to talk about individually. We've spoken about Parksy and whatnot. Um, but second half, right? So when we did our first half recap, we spoke about how bad the transition was. We, it looked so easy for Essendon going forward. Second half, they had nothing. They had nothing. Yeah. The goals they scored was when we switched off. Mm-hmm. We had little lapses. Yeah, yeah. But the lapses weren't four-goal swings. We hit back every single time with two quick goals, two replies. Yeah. And that... That's a huge positive. When was the last time we saw that from this team? Exactly. Without a four-goal swing. Early in the second quarter, you were thinking, this is another one of those five-goal runs. Yep. We're going to be six goals down until the final siren. Yep. Yeah. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Came out in the third quarter absolutely yeah. buzzing. And you could see the... I saw it at the ground. I saw the intent of our boys coming out of halftime. Mm. They hunted the footy at that first stop. Did you see it on TV? Yeah, was it the sure. same? It was obvious. It, everyone just knew what... The, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it because I can only imagine what happened at halftime in the rooms. I reckon they would have been G'd going, we've got this. Yeah. We've genuinely got this. You can see, we're calling out the game how, um, you know, Essendon might have had the ball um, in their D50 or obviously further up the ground, probably about half forward. Um, and they had no avenues. We mm. genuinely just shut them down. But then ball movement slowed. I'm going to talk about one player that I need both of you to G up for, Adam Saad. How good. It genuinely all started with him. Yeah, that one play where he got the ball on the wing, um, it was opposite the members' side. He got the ball on the wing, handballed the Crips, got it back, and then hit Owies, and then Owies um, then got, <laughs> got the 50-meter penalty. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then converted. But, man, wowee, everyone was off their seats going mental. But his style of kicking has a penetration to it that I haven't yep. seen in a cup player for a long time. And I yep. think it might have been Harry's, either his first or his second in the third. And it was a deep kick and it, it went that extra five or 10 metres that was able to just put Harry under in the a ball. Position. Yeah. In a position where he could use his strength and take the mark on top of his head. Yeah. And it was, it's just so penetrating. Yeah. He's a 90 metre player. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is. He is. He's yeah. a 90 metre player. Absolutely. Like um, each time. And that's what, that's what it is. It actually bypasses their press. Yeah. Well, with his both his run and his correct, kick, yeah, and his handball receives like little one twos and whatnot. We need that from him every week. How, how was it, how was he received at the ground? Oh, they're booing him, but oh, the, yeah, the Essendon fans loud. were on top of him straight away. We yeah. hit back though, yeah. and he made it easy for us to hit back because he was just on. He was yeah. his goal. That goal that he kicked, yeah, that so was good. that was genuinely probably the loudest point of the game. I've yeah. been screaming out for a player, yeah, that can kick a ball like that from a handball receive. From obviously a mark, um, in and around the fifty. We haven't had it since Tui. Yeah, we haven't had no, it. We haven't. I don't know how long. Yep. And for example, like Brisbane, Brisbane with Rich, it is a weapon. It's a weapon, absolutely. Man. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. Not just Harry, all Harry, over the ground. It's a weapon. Hundred percent. But how many times that happen in a game? Yeah. Mm. Where someone's in and around fifty, they can't kick it. Little handball. The guy's kicking goal. is unbelievable, man. 
Yeah. Now, teams in the past few weeks, they've obviously done their homework with him because they push him to the boundary and they don't they force him to not be able to make that kick. Yeah? Today, I don't know if Essendon didn't do their homework or if he just wanted to prove a point. He had all the run, all the carry, yeah. everything that we're paying him for was in spades today. Yeah. In spades. We're not gonna get look, we're not gonna get that every week. We won't. The thing is it's but early on his it's early on. I know. I don't even say. Oh, you know, they're professional athletes, but it's only on his his Carlton career. No, I don't want to hear so, that. So, no, we're setting different standards now. Fuck that. No, no way. No way. I, yeah. I reckon it's, there's a, it's I a think... bit of time to adjust to where. It's a bit of time to adjust in terms of where he wants the ball, um, where he wants to receive it, and, and whatnot. It's as much his teammates adjusting as well, knowing that he's that's there, what I'm saying. He's there as an option that, and we're not talking about you know, we don't have a plus footballs all over the ground so not everyone has that instinct to go he's sad it can take you know yeah. two months of football to get that because it's a mark and then you know what fucking handling the ball man yeah oh, I agree. he's off <laughs> no one's catching him yeah i mean you make uh, they're good points i guess you guess shut me you're winking after yes <laughs> um votes to finish off the review boys who wants to go first i'll step in all right race Pretty obvious. Sam Walsh for three. Ah, uh, Reese. It's a fine. Good. Good. Does, does, doesn't listen to our pod, obviously. To the podcast. <laughs> is, that, is that two fines with one? We start. We start at one. We start at one. Oh, you start yeah. at one. Yeah. All right. All right. Start at one. one vote goes to Saad. Two votes goes to Weedering. I thought in the first half when we were sort of up against it a little bit, he had a really good, strong intercept mark up on the wing, and he seems to do that a couple of times, and I think. When you're standing up when the rest of the team sort of isn't necessarily doing that, that earns you a couple of uh, votes. He, do, he does it every week. Does it every week. Yeah. It's to be expected, but yeah. geez, it's important yeah, when absolutely. he does it. And three for Walsh. Yeah, no surprise. I'll go. Or do you want to go? You okay. go, you go, you go. So um, Saad, one vote, obviously against his um, his old team. Uh, he was instrumental. Then you got um, Cunners. Um I just feel like as if he could be one of those players that helps... A breakout. Ca- yeah, but not just for him personally, but he could potentially help catapult us. Oh, 100%, forward. Man. So, 100%. Um, and then obviously Welsh. We've got a player on our hands. Yeah, I know we've I've been got, look, raving I've, on I've about got, it. I've got similar votes. I've got, but, I've got Cunningham one. I've got Saad two for similar reasons to both of you, but Walsh has to be three. And I'm not surprised that he's three for all yeah. of us. He's going to win our best and fairest, the almost Blues Brothers best and fairest by a long way if he keeps going. This kid is a superstar. He's a superstar. Yeah, he's a I, there is, I've, I've run out of words for this kid. There are none. I didn't want to come onto this podcast and have my hot take being that Jeez Walsh is a gun. <laughs> but shit. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's right? hard not to. That kid is so good. He is. We, we said it last week. I'll say it again. We have a top five mid on our hands in the comp. If he doesn't win the Brownlow this year because we don't win enough games, he'll win it next year. Where did Gary Lyon have him in that redraft he did? I don't know. He had, he had Rosie 1, didn't he? Oh, I think he had him at like 7. I, I don't care. They've they got no idea because this kid, you ca- you just can't go past him. You actually can't. He's got composure like a 150-gamer. He hunts the footy like a 200-game contested beast veteran. He's got goal smarts now. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you putting... He's hitting targets on a lead. How are you putting Isaac Rankin in front of this kid? That's what I want to know. It's embarrassing. It the, is. The work rate. Oh, he's just... Unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Anyway, votes as they stand at the top three. We've got Jacob Wiedering in third on 5.3, helped out by Reese today. Harry Mackay still in second on six votes. And Sam Walsh with a commanding lead in first place at 
13.7. So it's a 7.7 vote. <laughs> Lead. Good luck catching him. That's all I'll say. Good luck catching him. Boys, that's it for the review. Now we'll get into preview for the Bulldogs game. So next week, uh, we got the Dogs at Marvel Stadium. Sunday. Mother's Day. Yeah. So if you're not there, fair enough. You just don't love our club enough. Um, Marvel Stadium, 3.20 p.m. Uh, against the Dogs. Second v. 12th, as it stands. The Dogs, obviously they've had a massive year, but for me, they got exposed against... Against the Tigers. Yeah, so I was actually just flicking through some of the stats. Um, actually, I wasn't even looking at Western Bulldogs stats. I was actually looking at Richmond in terms of the way they play. Um, so Richmond are actually, of the last few rounds, before the Western Bulldog game, they're predominantly a handball side. Go have a look at Richmond Bulldogs. Do you reckon they kicked it more or they handballed it more? Have you got the stats? They kicked it more. Oh, Jules. So. Two Casano's calcs. <laughs> wow. Well. Casano's calcs. <laughs> Double Judd. <laughs> Double calcs. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, the way I see it is you genuinely got to keep the ball off them. Keep the ball off them. And when obviously when they do have it, because they're handballing it, obviously it's not kick marks. So obviously you can, you can apply pressure. So you've got to nail them. The tackles specifically, got to nail so the tackles. I'll, so I'll ask you then. Reese, what you saw today, based on what Jules has said about not allowing that handball game, if we play the way we played today, can we get the job done next week? It's not going to be as easy. No. But I don't. I don't see any reason that we can't, because I think the way that the way that Richmond did it on Friday night it was just immense pressure, and I think the way that the Dogs win games is like you're saying through their midfield. Mm. Their source of scoring comes through their midfield, and you squeeze out that weapon that they've got. They don't have heaps to lean on apart from that. Look, their midfield's deep. There's no yeah. no question about they it. Have, they have eight, nine players rolling they got there. eight or nine yeah. ball winners. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, So like, if you shut one down, there's someone else is going to win it. So it's not about every, tagging every someone week, out there. Every week, they have like the six highest possession yeah. gap. Like, it's it's, not, the, about, it's not about putting Kernel on someone to tag. Nah. If you tag McRae, Hunter will get it. If you tag yeah. Hunter, Liber, Liber's going to go through. If you tag yeah. Liber, it'll be Bond. Like, they've got too many players that you can't tag them out. It's, like you said, working as a unit to nullify their run mm. and to mm. nullify those handball links like yeah. Richmond did. Because even, like, look at their forward line. Besides Norton as a target, I don't rate Bruce. I know he had that 10-goal haul only, what, three, four weeks nah, ago. I don't rate him. But he was rattled that's, on Friday as well. That's one every... That's like, well, he does that once a season, mm. to be fair. Um, they don't really have a lot of smalls. Mm. Yeah, or medium-sized forwards that are actually going to punish and, and on, hurt. For me, they rely on you. They rely on their their midfielders resting forward, like Bond. Mm. Yeah, for example. But they also rely on two forwards, and one of them is out at the moment. I don't know if he's going to get up. You spoke about it, Reese, prior to the pod. Tim English, T- Tim English, yeah. yeah. And Aaron Norton, you spoke about Jules. Yeah. But Tim English, Reese. Tim English. Well, if Tim English plays, it's it's a bit of a double-edged sword because he comes into the side and Josh Shackey goes out of it probably. <laughs> and ideally, we want Josh oh. Shackey playing. <laughs> Get him in. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, yeah, our pressure's good. This is, this, and this is what I didn't cover in the review, but I want to talk about this, okay? The way that you end a game is the way that you will start most of the time the game after. I'm pissed off that Essendon got on a run after Cripps kicked that goal. Yeah. I wanted to see what the Eagles did. I wanted to see a 50-point win or a 40-point win and just kick away, percentage booster. The fact that Essendon kicked three of the last four goals of the game hurts a little bit because it's not what good teams do. Good teams put other teams to the sword. 
yeah. right up until the last siren. I know we were talking about this only a few a few weeks ago. I don't know if we were discussing in our in our um, in our pod. Yeah. Um, it was against Frio. Yeah, it was same it was, game. Yeah, yeah, same, same thing. thing. Yeah, same that thing. game. It should have been 60, 70 points. I'm it sorry. Been. I'm sorry. It should have been. So as much as we match up well against the dogs, I feel, and as much as you know, Team English might be out or whatnot, or it doesn't matter because to, the game against Essendon, we should have finished that off, and we should have taken that momentum into the next game. I still feel like we can get that momentum back pretty quickly, and we're going to need to. That's the point of this, is that we're going to need to, because if the dogs get out to a lead, it's going to be very hard to reel that in. It's not going to be as, as easy as what we did against Essendon. Absolutely not. We conceded 100 points today, over 100 points. Not good enough. It's not good enough. A defensively sound team, a team as good as we were in defensive transition in the second half, we conceded three of the last four goals. And the concern was they weren't necessarily junk time goals. The game was just about back Still on. Still in the balance. Like, it was yeah. really back on. Yeah, we'll yeah. check in the time. Yeah, we'll I was, back, I was so worried. Four, five, four and a half. I was worried. Four and a half minutes left, only, what, three goals. And this is what I mean. We can't afford that against the dogs in round eight. If we give them that liberty, they will punish us. Yeah, we can't give them too many looks. No, they will punish us. They move the ball too quick. So, mm. we got to... I agree. Intensity's got to be up. Um, yeah. I mean, is there any other... I mean, we could talk about every single one of their midfielders. Any other player that stands out that could break the game open open for them? There's one player in particular that I reckon he hasn't really had a breakout game. Well, not a breakout game. He's, a, he's an ace. He's a, he's a top player. But JJ. So, mm. yeah. So I just feel like as if he, there could be one game where he's like, you know what, I'm back in business. Mm. I'm just hoping that it's not this game. So does, does someone go... And lock him down. He looked mm. likely on Friday. Yeah, and that's he what I'm saying. Likely, yeah. yeah. So, for example, is that a job, for example, like Cotters could do? I think mean, he's going to need to, but can he run with him? Mm. Pace-wise? Probably not pace-wise, but in terms of endurance, yeah. Endurance, yeah, but not pace, is what I'm saying. I think Cotters, Cotters could get exposed by JJ. Yeah. Mm. Nunes but, as well. But the reason why I say Cotters, not because his physical attributes in that manner... But I reckon he could just ruffle his feathers. Oh, for like, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. like, I can't remember the Joe Hannison's that sort of player too. That if you get under his yeah, skin yeah, early, he won't have an impact. He yeah. won't have an impact. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just think that they're really... Uh, I don't know. We talk about this with our mob, our unit. Everyone needs to know how to play their role. Mm. We don't. More often than not, they um, do. We probably do. It's just not consistent it's enough. It's not consistent. That's what I'm saying. Not, not often enough. The Bulldogs do. Mm. They do it for four quarters. Mm. Everyone knows their role. Someone like Bailey Dale. I was just about to say that. Yeah. One player of theirs, Bailey Dale, he's creative yeah. as well. He, a- he gets a lot more of it than what you realise. When you actually sit down and watch the dogs, he can end up with 25, 30 yeah. touches. And he's versatile. Yeah, really yeah versatile. that's what I was about to bring up. He can play off for half back or he can go forward yeah. and he's got a great kick. He's got a very good eye for goal. This is what I mean. Yeah. They've just got, they've got role players everywhere and we've got to do our homework literally across every single mm. part of the ground because... Like I said, with the same same things what we said with the midfield. If you tag one, someone else will step up. If you like, don't, if you don't do your homework in the defensive part of the ground or in the or in the forward part yeah. of the ground, you'll get exposed. Someone yeah. will stand yeah. up. At the end of the day, you know a good side when you got Mitch Wallace just sitting there on the sidelines. He's not even yeah. playing. That's right. You know. So <laughs> didn't he was didn't he win their goal kicking last year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he win it last year? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Because yeah. Norton was out for a, a, fair, yeah. a fair bit. Just yeah. quickly before we finish off, now Fisher and Martin, I don't think they're going to get up, but Newman and Tom DeConning returned in the reserves. This weekend, mm-hmm. and they got through, and they got, got through got well. Through and did well. Newman had, well. I think, 20-odd, 23, I think. Or maybe 23. More. Yeah. And we said uh, De Conning had 31 hitouts, 13 touches, and a goal. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So who comes Let, in, let's who say, goes out? So for me, Silvani's going to be fit, I'm, yeah, from, well, from what we understand. From what, from what I heard, he trained on Tuesday, 
Um, not full contact, but Thursday he did train and got through okay, but and then they're just saving him for another week. And from the SNM game, McGovern and Dow both injured. I don't think they're going to get up next week, either of them. So both of those come out. And for me, Silvani's a straight swap for Gov. Yep. Very simple. For Dow, Williams comes back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether he plays on the outside of the midfield or off halfback, whatever, doesn't matter. Then you've got, like the names we mentioned, Gibbo, Fogarty. Fogarty, not just yet. I think he, he, he gets another shot. But if Newman is ready, if Martin somehow miraculously gets up, or Fisher, does Gibbo come out? I think for one of those three, yes. Nunes is another one. Has he dropped off a little bit? Is that a role that you see Newman coming into play better than what Nunes has played? Sometimes at? I feel like Nunes gets games based on intent. Yeah, absolutely. As well. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a hard call. Who would you rather, Newman up and running or Nunes? Because for me, it's one or the other. Cotters doesn't lose his spot because if you're talking about intent, he's shown enough. At this stage, yeah. Nunes stays in, I feel. So you're saying Newman Play, doesn't Where, come where in. are we playing Newman, though, off halfback? No. Newman well, hasn't played for a year. So you, you want to see some more continuity in his game in the Have to. Reserves. Okay. That's yeah, fair. I think that's fair. To. By the way, Setterfield had 26 and a goal. I want to see him do it for four or five games straight. I don't he's, want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I reckon he's done it for about three. To be he's, fair. A, he's averaging 21 and two goals. That's fine. Average 23 and three. Yeah. Over six games. The jump is huge, isn't it? I'm just saying, I, I, no, I'm just saying, like, I, yeah. I, that's a player that should be tearing up the VFL. Should be. Levi. Does so, he hold his spot just for structure? Like, I don't know. Today just, he looked okay against Essen. Nah, no, it's. It. Oh, I don't know, man. It's for structure, purely only. And I reckon Teague knows it too. All right. So if Tita K, if Tita K was playing, for example, three weeks in the VFL, getting third something hitouts, averaging a goal a game, tackling, harassing, getting um, around the ground very well, averaging 13, 14, 15 disposals, he'd be in next week. So he aver- he did that today, 13, 1, 31 yeah, but, hitouts. And that's... Reese, do you want to see him come in off one game or do you want continuity in him too? I want continuity from Tita K. All right. If, if McGovern does you want to see TDK? I'm just going to say I, it right I, now. I want to see him come in. If T, if sorry, if McGovern doesn't do his hammy, does Levi play next week? No, he doesn't. He doesn't fit. He doesn't because if Silvani's back, he can't play all of them. But for me, I don't care if TDK's up and running. If he got through today, if he got through, make Levi the sub. I don't care if TDK breaks down. I don't Based care. on what Levi sort of gave today, we're not missing much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Put it simply, if Deconning. Yeah, but you, what you don't want to see is TDK come in and then breaks down and then all of a sudden he's missing for six weeks. Fair enough. All right, so can't I, think, I, I think we all agree then. Two the outs, two outs. Gov and Dow. Yeah, Gov, Dow. Yeah. Inns, Silvani Williams. Yeah. Nothing else? No. Gibbo gets another shot. Fogg gets another shot. Nunes gets another shot. Who's, the, another who's shot. the sub next week? Not Samo. Gibbo? Actually, Samo has to come in. Samo comes in, doesn't he? Yeah, so, but he's in the 25. When I say, when we say come in... But he's, he's still in, in because but he's is, is he sub. starting on the ground? Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. He's given yeah. sub. And this is where, 100%, yeah. you're actually right. Samo comes in, Gibbo's a sub for me next week. Yeah. yeah. So Gibbo's out, Samo's in. You gotta, you've, you've got to hold your spot. Yeah. You just, just have to it puts hold your spot. This, this, is, this is based on nothing, but I just get, you, I get the vibe that Gibbo could be an impact sub as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Fresh he legs. would be champing the bit on the bench. Mm. Match predictions before we close the show. Let's again try and be unbiased. What do we, what do we genuinely think is gonna happen next week? Um, Lids off for me. So wait to, yeah. I'm just gonna go there. Carlton by twenty four. I'm, I'm just too emotional today. <laughs> Carlton by twenty four. <laughs> I think Carlton can win, and I think. 
Perhaps we will. So They're our bunny, man. Yeah, I reckon Carlton by 19. I'm glass half empty. I just I don't think we've got the midfield. Uh, this is the first and last time Reese comes on the show. <laughs> it's been it's been a good ride, boys. But <laughs> <laughs> no, what's your prediction? Bulldogs by? Bulldogs, and I want to say about 18. Yeah, honourable loss for Reese. Seen in a lot. Reese is content with the honourable losses. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use the word content. Boys, that's it for the show. I can't. How much were we smiling throughout this? It was really nice. It was good. I want this more. Better than last week. Oh my god, last week. We could barely get through it, man. I wanted to rip someone's throat out last week. week. Reese, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm sure you'll be back. Thank you. Next win, I'll be back. Oh, you can't be that sort of. You can't be that sort of (laughs) guest. Next week. (laughs) Boys. Come on, guys!